Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please watch your children. And now, let the show begin. Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. A show dedicated to the love of animation and feeling like a kid again. So let's go back in time to when cats defended Third Earth. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror that flaps in the night. And knowing was half the battle. Yo, show! Let's go back with Saturday Morning Rewind and your host, Tim Nidell. Hey, what's up, Toonsters? Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind with your host, Tim Nadell, which is me, of course. Today's episode is going to be slightly different. You know, not really different because I guess you could say that she was a voice actress on a cartoon. But uh, we have Britta Phillips on the show today. And uh, if you don't know that name, I guarantee if you watched 80s cartoons, especially the early 80s cartoons, you definitely heard her voice because she was the singing voice for Jim. Earlier in this year, we had Samantha on the show. She was a speaking voice of Jim. And now we have Britta, a singing voice. And I can't lie, this is a very fun episode. She actually sings a full song for us live. Well, I guess it's not really live for you guys. It was live for me when I recorded it. But it was so cool because she still has that voice. I mean, she can still be Jim on stage. And I even suggested they go out and tour. Because a Jim and Holograms and a Misfits tour would be epic. <laughs> So yeah, anyways, make sure to check us out on our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Check out our new Patreon page. You know, if you want to start hearing your name, like in our podcast, go check out our Patreon page. That link is on the main website. Plus, it'll really help us out, you know. So, so why not? You know, hear your name, help us out. It, it's, a, it's a win-win for both of us. And make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. All of those links are also on the website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. And uh, make sure to tune in after the interview, this episode right here, because Britta actually sent me a song off of her new solo album that she's letting me play. So make sure to tune in for that at the end of it. But yeah, anyways, here is my interview with Britta. I guess if I want to talk about your past at all, about how you got involved with Jim, we kind of have to talk about your dad a little bit, don't we? Sure, yeah. yeah tell, totally. me about, tell me about your dad. Um... My dad uh, was a musician. He started out as a jazz bass trombonist <laughs> and playing yeah, and with uh, Kay Winding and Herbie Hancock. And then he uh, got into Broadway musicals and then eventually Jingles. And, um, yeah, he knew Anne Bryant for years. Wow. He played on Jingles uh, with her on, on all of her stuff. So, uh, in fact, I met Anne Bryant. I think he took my, my sister and I into the studio uh, when we were about, I was like 12, and we watched a jingle session, and we, she heard us sing because she was interested in, you know, maybe using us. But we lived in Pennsylvania, so it didn't really work okay. out. We weren't in New York City. So, yeah, years later, he, he um, when I was 19, I made this demo tape, and he helped me make it. He 
got his friends, his studio musician friends, to play on it, and um, he gave it to Anne when when uh, he found out they were looking for a, a young rock singer for mm-hmm. this jam project. And I hear they actually used your actual demo instead of having you re-record it. Um, well, actually, this in my memory of it is I went into they used my audition. Yeah. Okay. So audition when I auditioned for Gem, they just had me sing the theme song and maybe a couple other things, and then they they used that audition as the theme song. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> and I have a cold, which I can always hear, but I kind of like it. <laughs> That's quite interesting how they wouldn't have you. I guess they liked you a lot to use your audition part for, for the main singing part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so. If it's not broke. <laughs> why why change it at all? Yeah. I mean would you have changed any would you have changed anything you did in the audition for the actual recording? Um I don't know. I'm you mean now? No, I yeah. I like it. I like it as it is. It's it's uh I mean I think I, I warmed up and I started singing a lot. Actually there's some high notes in the in the original. So uh I don't know, I just probably got better as it at it as it as it went on, but I like I like the original theme song. So you're not actually the, the speaking voice of Jim, that was Samantha. Um mm-hmm. what, what was the recording process like for you, the singer of Jim? Um, well, I would go in and Anne, uh, Brian and Ford Kinder, uh, would teach me the song on the piano, run through it. And they would explain it's, this was done all before the animation. Okay. So, uh, they would explain what was going on in the script and, you know, so I'd get the drama. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I think I... I probably got more of what Jem was about by listening by the recording sessions and talking to them who, and they'd been talking with the script writers and, rather than watching it. Cause, um, you know, I was like 20 at the time and not getting up early on Saturday mornings. <laughs> 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 yeah. Or 21. Yeah. At what what point did you get to actually meet the cast, or at all? Did you meet the cast at all? Um, I only met the other singers. Uh, I, you know, Ellen, who's Pizzazz, uh-huh. and all, and Florence, and Ellen, and now I can't even remember who the other person was. It's been so long. Uh, we would meet because the same singers were the voices for the misfits did the holograms. They just had their good girl, bad girl voices. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And Ellen, who was, um, Bernfeld, who was Pizzazz's singing voice was also, uh, a background singer in both the misfits and the holograms. Nice. Okay. Cause she has a really sweet girl voice too, Uh. as well as that bratty Pizzazz (laughs) voice. (laughs) But, um, the, uh, Samantha, I, Never met until um, we met at GemCon wow. years ago, like maybe it was five years ago or wow. six years ago. And, and we had kind of been on t- in touch, you know, in social media. And, um, and then I met Patricia, uh, who did the voice, speaking voice of Pizzazz, yeah. like just a couple of years. She came to a show that I did, Samantha and her both came to a show. But, and then of course, 
I've met uh, the voice of Bonnie, the singing voice of Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Who's, um, I met him actually for the first time at GemCon last year. Wow, that's crazy. No, 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 no. We met. Of course. What am I saying? I'm a little brain fried here. <laughs> um, no, no. We met like ten years ago at. His brother I knew because he also works in music for television. And we met at a gay bar and I was just getting drunk and singing gem songs with a bunch of people there. It was very fun. But then he was also – so I hadn't seen him in like 10 years and he was at Gem Con last year and it's so great. What are those those cons like for you? I've never gone to a Gem Con before. What are those like? Well, I've only been to two. Um, and the first, I mean, they're both just blow my mind. The first was, uh, I really didn't understand what cons were. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't know what cosplay was and all that stuff. So I got there and I'm just meeting all these very quiet, normal looking people. <laughs> <laughs> and then like day, day two, they just are all dressed up like gem characters. And then the the last night, the disco night, it's like full on, not just dressed as gem characters, but whatever character they want to be. And it's mm-hmm. a total fantasy party. It's so fun. It's really a cool escape, you know, a vacation for these people. And um, what, what always moves me most is that I talk to people who uh, like gem – you know, like was really important to them as as a kid because they had a rough childhood. Yeah. You know, it was an escape and a safe place. And that that's the stuff that really um, is so moving and humbling to hear. Yeah, especially so. for girls because at that time there wasn't really any cartoons for girls. Yeah, yeah. I know. And um, it was a very action-oriented or whatever. The, the soap opera aspect was yeah. – Action oriented. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it sure was. That's that's for sure. Let's talk about some of the songs. And there, I I read that there's like 180 or more songs in the whole series. That sounds about right. Yeah. I think I did like. I thought I did like 150, but maybe yeah. it was 130, something like that. That's crazy. How, I mean, how many just pop into your mind even now? <laughs> How many? Like, if I if I weren't looking at a list, if I just yeah, I mean, how many are there? Are there certain ones that you can remember even still, or certain ones that you know every now and then the the little jingle might pop into your mind just for no reason? Oh yeah, like let's see, she's got the power. Only the beginning, like a dream, Twilight in Paris. Um, it all depends on the mood I'm in. Did I say music is magic already? Nope. I think. Okay, that one. Um, yeah, I mean, lots of them. They were they were stuck in my head on a loop for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like not listen for a while to get them out, but they're. I mean, I remember. I think whenever I hear him, I can if I just hear the beginning of it. I, can, I might not remember all the lyrics, but yeah. the melodies I remember. For sure. Do you have a favorite yeah. one? Um, I really like. She's got the power. I really like music is magic. Oh wait, no, no, only me and the music. That's the one I was thinking of. Okay. Um. Uh. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it was only me and the music. She's got the power. Only the beginning, kind of the earlier ones. I feel like are the ones that stick with me. Yeah, they're, I think they're, <laughs> I think they're the better ones too. And it was really fun to sing, and it was so challenging but fun. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, was the was her range kind of the range you were going for, or did they have you go higher or anything to change up what your singing voice sounded like? Um. Well, like. The theme song goes pretty high at the end, uh, right? Let's see. Yeah. I'm just blanking on it. So they're like, okay, uh, she can sing that. And I sang it all in like a belting chest voice, not like in a, a soprano or, or softer voice. So they were like, wow, that's exciting. And let's just see how far we can push it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, just go crazy. You know, the more they could see that I could do the more they pushed me. And I think for me it was unique because um, there's something about like that pressure and expectation meets excitement. And the fact this is my like first job as a 21 year old and getting paid to sing for TV, I was very excited. So I feel like uh, it, it made me be able to do things that I might not have been able to do. Mm hmm. You know, and they were they were really good vocal coaches. You know, four would have me um, give me some exercises or tell me to bend over so that my head, uh, the blood would rush to my vocal cords. Oh, wow. To help help with high notes. And I don't even know if that's a real thing or if it's a placebo, but I've never heard that. That's really (laughs) interesting. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I used to. I don't know. I guess because. If you're straining, I guess they can kind of get thin. So anyway, huh. makes makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. It does. It really does. Would you be able to sing a little bit of a song for us? Yeah, I was just sort of um, doing some only the beginning, and I even got have a little mic here just so it has a little extra. Oh, nice. On a, let me just make sure I'm in the right key. Okay. Oh, that's like a dream. Oh, that's high. <laughs> okay. I was up late last night. <laughs> but I'll try. Okay. So I've got headphones, so you can hear me now with a little bit of reverb, yeah. right? Yeah, it sounds good. Okay. So it's just going to be a cappella. <laughs> Here we go. There's music in the air, news is in the making, music's in the air, something big is breaking. Wow, look around at the sight and the sounds, let you take you by surprise, you can't believe your eyes. Wow, cause this is only the beginning, only the beginning. Now, now's the time when the star's gonna shine. Let's take her the prize. We're already on the rise. Whoa! Well, this is only the beginning. 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 Something like that. <laughs> I love it. Wow, yeah. Here's a little clap right there. <laughs> <laughs> I messed up some of the words, but it's... I l- I loved it how you started yeah. to laugh at that one spot. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> a little bit, of, yeah. Oh, that's so good. You gave me a little goosebumps going on. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Yeah, if they ever decide, if like Hasbro or whoever owns it now decides to do um, like a gem tour with you and the Misfits, I would so be their front row. <laughs> that could be fun. I I feel like um, there's some legal complication where like that's why they've never released the music. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, but I'll actually. I feel like uh, a live tour has nothing to do with that. So, like, if Ellen and I ever decide we want to do that, I think we could just do it. We don't have to ask permission. Well, then I recommend you get on that right now. (laughs) (laughs) I will fly from Montana to wherever you're going to play. I just to go see it. Yeah, that would be funny. That That would would be be hilarious. Yeah, that would be so good. And now, what about the movie that came out last year? You you had a small scene in that. I loved your cameo, by the way. And actually, oh, I, thank you. I, I enjoyed the movie myself. I know it got a lot of negative reviews and was pulled from the it theaters. It got trash. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Yeah, it's different. But what else? I mean, you can't really make it realistic if you wanted to make it realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I know I've met John M. Chu a couple of times, and I know he's a real gem boy. He's a real fan. And... um so I, you know, what like he really put a lot of heart and thought into it, and he had gone through a couple different scripts, and it was just sort of with the budget he had too. They couldn't yeah. do like uh, a huge amount of this, you know, fanciful stuff. So he he decided to do more of a prequel and get the story of the this relationship between the girls. Before they got into all the crazy, thinking there would be another gem movie. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, <laughs> you, you get to see the Misfits at the very end of it, or during the credits. So I like, know, I love that part. Yeah, so much. that was such that a gave good me part. Goosebumps. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a good part. I like that part. <laughs> and I love Juliette Lewis as Erica Raymond. Mm-hmm. She kicks butt. Yeah, she um, does. So yeah, I enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the fan videos. You know, because mm-hmm. that kind of, because it's a real thing. You know, I don't know. I, I like bringing that in there. Yeah, so. it kind of it kind of made it a modern gem by doing that. The YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was sort of like this real story, and also this this nostalgic for this nostalgia for the cartoon at the same time. It's in yeah, it's weird but cool. Yeah, <clears throat> I enjoyed it, and I don't see why it was trashed and pulled from the theaters. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's... I feel like it was trash from both sides, from original Gem fans and then just whatever yeah. other people. But oh, well. you never know. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about let's talk about now. So you, uh-huh. you just recently had a new solo album come out, right? I did. It's uh, about seven weeks out. Oh, nice. It's called Luck or Magic. And... Um, I'm really excited about it. What kind of stuff is in it? What kind of material is it like? What's your, um, I don't know. What's, what's it about? I guess. Mm, Love and lust. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. Kind of the sunnier and a little slightly maybe darker, not too dark, but dark, you know, maybe sentiments in there as well as like just sunny, pure love songs. Yeah, um, yeah. And half the songs are covers, and okay. half of them are originals. 
Um, and I cover uh, the Cars song Drive. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, it's on my YouTube channel. And it's on Spotify, my album. It's on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. It's on Amazon. <laughs> is that is that the first single? Um, I don't. I mean, I guess the first song I released was "One Fine Summer Morning," which is a very obscure cover. But so I don't really know these days. Like what? I guess I guess they were singles as they came out. I guess that was the second single. Um. What else do I cover? I, I cover a song by Agneta from ABBA from her solo career. Okay. And um, a Dennis Wilson song from the Beach Boys. Aw, the Beach Boys. I don't know. It's kind of, uh, it's very, um, each song is quite different. I mean, some of them are a bit more retro, like 60s or 70s sound, and some are more 80s, and hopefully mixed in with a bit of now. Yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, there's a couple more up-tempo songs, but a lot of it's pretty dreamy and dramatic sounding. Yeah. So would you say that the songs from the 60s and 70s, that's kind of what influenced you when you were starting out? Um, well, I mean, when I was doing Gem, I was really into, you know, Madonna and... Yeah, I can see that. You know, pop pop stuff. I yeah. was I didn't really I didn't get into the retro stuff until maybe like 16 years ago. I started getting into like Dusty Springfield and stuff like that and Nancy Sinatra and um Nina Simone, all that you know, stuff that uh is great. I mean, rock rock 60s music I always liked, Beach Boys. And yep. That stuff. Um but yeah, I guess it's just, it's kind of my album. I thought of it as like a playlist of different kinds of songs that I like from different eras. Um, and then, yeah, the drive cover sound is very electronic. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So it's different. Yeah, I love I love drive anyway, so I definitely got to check that one out. Yeah. I think, it's, I think I have everything on my website, too. Okay, what is that Red so people can... Go there. It's BrittaPhillips.com. Well, that's easy enough. Yeah. And, of course, there's Britta... F I'm on Facebook and Twitter. It's, it's on all the usual suspects. <laughs> nice. And all those links can be on your website? Uh, yes. Yes. All right. And also, I'll put them in the show notes, too, so people can check them out if they click through the podcast. N yeah. Now, I can't remember if it was you or somebody else who was asking for a song. You didn't ask for a song for this, did you? No, Sorry. unless you... Okay. I could play one if you wanted to. I mean, I could. I can send one if you want. Sure. Yeah, uh, I can I can include it at the end of the episode then. Maybe I'm trying to think which would be the... I mean, I'll send two, and you can see which one is more okay. gem-like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Yeah. All right, Britta. Yeah, thank you so much. I was, I'm was i a huge fan of, of your singing voice. It's amazing. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And I will uh, I'll send you these songs as soon as we, as soon as we get out. All right, right. Britta. This has been so much fun. Thanks, Tim. Yep. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
Nothing's wrong. 
Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks. Thank you.